Hey, good morning. It's Friday, January 10th, 2020. This is episode 353. I said, Good morning, my neighbors. Well, good morning, my neighbors. But maybe it's not morning for you, but it's morning for me here in upstate New York, right in the fine city of Oswego, New York. Thanks for joining me. My name is Patrick. In case you didn't know, maybe it's your first time coming. Currently here in Oswego, though, it is rainy and dreary. It's only 35 degrees. Well, only. It should be snowing, but it's raining. Feels like 26. Highs are going to be 45 degrees Fahrenheit right now. The winds are blowing out of the south, southeast at 15 miles per hour. Yeah, if you follow my show the past couple times, I've been like, this is really unheard of weather. I've lived here in upstate New York my whole life. I was born right in the hospital, right in the city of Oswego Hospital. I live a rock throw from it, and um, it can be bad here. It can we get a lot of snow. We had uh, a couple years back, eleven feet of snow, and um, not right now. It's good. I'm not complaining. It's it's awesome not having to get out there and shovel it and deal with it. And so yeah, I'm trying to be positive about that, even though it's rainy. Sometimes the rain though can bring you down more than the snow because it's just kind of there where you're like, I just kind of wish it would snow right now. Because it's that mix, kind of bleh. It was really cold here in upstate New York yesterday. It was like, feels like temperatures of, I think, 18 or something. It was cold. It was cold. I feel like, I'm, I, feel like I just made that up to you. No, I, I'm being serious. It was cold. So I went to my doctor's the other day and had my checkup. And we'll talk a little bit about that later on. I want to share something with you, though, right now, and it's a quote like I usually do with you guys. This one's from Willie Nelson. I love Willie Nelson. You think about Willie Nelson, you think of stoners, and you think of, like, Cheech and Chong or Woody Harrelson. I think of Willie Nelson. I mean, that guy, he said that weed saved his life. I'll talk about that a little bit later, too, because I, I found it interesting. Willie Nelson is just an amazing guy is somebody that my dad likes and to know that he's a stoner not that my dad's all negative against it but he calls it wacky to backy <laughs> he's old school okay so here we go once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones you'll start having positive results willie nelson wow hey stick around we'll be right back when we come back we'll dive into all, st- all type of stuff and things if i can spit it out Stick around. Oh. Oh, good one. Good idea. (laughs) Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Six hours later. It was not six hours. It feels, even though uh, I'm like, hey, it feels like we're right taking, you know, no breaks. Even though I'm like, hey, we'll be right back. It doesn't make sense what I'm trying to say when I say six hours later. I went and got myself a cup of coffee and everything like that because I just was, uh, I'm stumbling this morning. I don't ever have a script. You know, I have a couple key topics of what I'm going to talk to you about. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm stumbling over my words this morning, but it's all right. If I start overthinking too much, that's when it's no fun. And I want to just have fun with you and talking. Usually when I'm having a conversation with a friend, which you are, I don't feel nervous, so I don't know why that happens to me sometimes. So um, I was at my doctor's the other day, though, and um, had my physical. I'm uh, Two more months, I'll be 50. But I had that. So it's like a 50, 
50 year uh, anniversary, no, 50 year checkup. But I had to get checked up because of how I've been so sick. If you follow the show, you know, I've been getting like this terrible, terrible sickness that will happen. And I'll get real nauseous and I'll be sick for like two days. And they ran all kinds of tests and they can't find anything except for since they did all, all the blood work that I have really high cholesterol. Yeah. And um, it's not really from the way I'm eating or anything. I'm six foot. About 195 pounds is what I weighed yesterday when I went. And uh, I don't really eat that unhealthy. It's just that my cholesterol level's high, so it might be something hereditary. And so they put me on medicine, which I don't want to be on anything because I'm already taking medicine and stuff for my mental health. But it's important to take something like this, and it's a real low dose. But speaking of medicines, you have to really advocate for yourself. I think a lot of times we as patients or, you know, whatever, when we're dealing with somebody in the medical field, we take what everything they say is the gospel and we don't want to question them. And we figure, well, they're the educated ones. They're the ones who went to school. So I'm not going to question anything they say. That's where you make a mistake. You have to question, you know, it's your health, you know, your body, you know, things. So you got to question and. I'm saying this because when I went in and yesterday, I was real wheezy. If you know that follow the show too, I said, I've been smoking cigarettes way too much lately. I've just been kind of on a mania, so I've just been smoking way too much, and I really want to quit. And I said to you guys the other day about, hey, if you have any tips about quitting, we'll we'll take some phone calls later, and uh, I got some good tips. But so... I want to quit, but I went in and I told the nurse, hey, listen, I'm real wheezy. I feel almost like I have uh, bronchitis or something, and it's my fault because I've been smoking too much, yada, yada, yada. She's like, all right. She goes, well, we have to have a, we have a, a breathing test scheduled for you today anyways. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to fail. I'm going to do real miserable at it. And So I, you blow into this machine three times, and I get my results back, and she's like, oh, you have the lungs of a 74-year-old right now. And I'm like, oh, my God. I go, what were my results last time? She goes, well, in 2010, you had the lungs of a 42-year-old is what the results said. And I was like, oh, well, I knew I didn't feel good, this and this and that. And she's like, all right. So she leaves the room, and she comes back in, and she goes, my doctor wants me. She goes, he, bleh, can I spit it out? He wants you to take a nebulizer treatment, so a breathing treatment before he sees you. See if that clears you up, and then we're going to rerun the test. I said, well, that makes sense. So I take the breathing nebulizer treatment and instantly feel better. Instantly can breathe better, can just all this. My airways are wide open, and I just feel right as rain. So she runs the test again, and I'm 58 or 59% better than what it was. And so... It was, I needed that treatment and I know that it was a, a factor of what it was. So this was not normal for me. This isn't like how I normally breathe. It's not a normal thing. And so before my doctor comes in, a student comes in though, and he says to me, Hey, I'm a student. I'm going to be working with you today. I'm like, all right, great. But he goes, just so you know, me and the doctor, we've decided you have COPD and we're going to put you on so-and-so medicine. And I'm like, Oh, I have COPD. Well, yeah, your test results. I said, oh, that's after my second test? Well, no, we haven't seen the results of this. And I'm like, well, the nurse who was just in here told me I did 58% better. So this isn't normal for me. So the whole 
long story short, <laughs> is that I refused that medicine and advocated for myself to say, hey, listen, I'm quitting smoking anyways today and I'm, I'm going to be done. And so I haven't had a cigarette since yesterday. So I, I feel good about that. It's a little tough, but so I haven't had a cigarette since yesterday. So that's, oh, stop. So that feels pretty good. And I went and got, oh my God, (laughs) and got myself set up with some vape stuff. And, um, but I told them, you know, I really would refuse to take this or don't want to take this medicine. Why don't we in two months rerun the test on my lungs on that breathing test? And if you still think I have COPD, then, then I will take the medicine. And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? That sounds like a real good idea. Yeah. I, how about we do that? That's that's a real good idea because they had instantly they saw these results and we're like, oh my God, this is this guy's got COPD, can't even breathe, he's got the lungs of a son. But that was because of some factors. That wasn't normal. And so brings me back to that whole don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. You know, you have to, especially in in the mental health. And it's real hard to advocate for yourself when you're have and you're in the thrills of a mental health crisis. So if you can't, make sure your friends or your family members, you can have somebody that's going to advocate for you. And don't be afraid to speak up for yourself. And also remember that you're a consumer. You're not going to keep doing business with somebody if you don't like the way they're doing business. You know, you're always allowed to have second opinions. And so I was happy that they were really willing to hear me and listen to me out. And he's a young guy. And so that's the way it should be anyways. And I liked that. And I appreciated that. And it that was a good situation and a good feeling. And I'm glad I was able to stick up for myself. Well, not stick up, but just kind of advocate. All right, stick around. <laughs> was that all over the place? Maybe, maybe not. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll dive into some more stuff and things, okay? What is it? What does that have to do with anything? We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. All right, here we go. I want to know. Do you want to know? What do we want to know? Remember I said something about Willie Nelson earlier? I found uh, something about the on Rolling Stones magazine. I used to get the Rolling Stone magazine way back in the day, and when Jerry Garcia died, I had I saved that magazine, and I, I it bothers me sometimes because I don't remember where I put that. It has no nothing to do with Willie Nelson, but it just brought me back to Rolling Stone magazine, and I saved that cover for when he died, and that was so sad when he died. But Willie Nelson, he, he turned eighty six. In the spring, this this article is from April of 2019, written by Patrick Doyle. But he turned uh, 86 in the spring, and he said that marijuana saved his life. It saved his life because he smoked Chesterfield's, like, two packs, two and a half packs a day. And then he was like, this is killing me. What am I going to do? And so one time he decided to, he goes, these ain't getting me high. They ain't doing nothing. So he rolled up, like, 20 joints and put them in his pack of cigarettes and been smoking We'd sense, except he just recently quit smoking marijuana because of his age. And he says it's just made for his breathing. It's a little hard. So, but 
he still does partake. It says he partakes in chocolate and edibles and everything like that. But you can find that article on Rolling Stone magazine. That was pretty interesting. But the reason why I'm pulling you up is because there is a joke that he said, and I'm trying to see, I'm trying to, I nothing like being prepared, huh? It's not that I, it's not like I don't care. I do care, but I just don't want to overthink this too much. Okay, so, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> this is a joke he says he's told a thousand times. He goes, I don't know anybody that's ever died from smoking pot. Had a friend of mine that said a bail fell on him and hurt him pretty bad, though. <laughs> it's like, willy, willy, willy. I, I died on that joke. My punchline ended up not doing very well. All right, so I am over at the history channels website and i want to see what happened this day of history do you want to find out what happened on this day of history this day of history january 10th 1901 a gusher signal starts that is the start of the u.s oil industry man i can't talk this morning but yeah it was spindle top hill near beaumont texas just Hundred thousands of barrels a day just coming out of this thing, just spewing oil. That's where uh, we oil business just boomed that year. Before that, we're just using like petroleum lamps and kerosene and that kind of stuff. Before our petroleum base, I'm not kerosene. Whoo! I'm struggling this morning. <laughs> 1946, World War II, first meeting of the United Nations. 1920, the Roaring 20s, the League of Nations is instituted. These are all kind of boring. World War I, it's weird. Whenever we head over the history, though, it's a lot about wars, isn't it? We're always in a war, it seems. In this world, there's always some conflict or war going on. And as we speak, we're in another one. World War I, 1923, President Harding orders U.S. troops home from Germany. So this is uh, several years after World War I. Um, 1967, President Johnson asked for more funding for Vietnam War. Like I said, it's all about wars and killing each other and everything. 2000, AOL and Time Warner is formed. Whoo, $182 billion for some stock. Dang. The result was a $350 billion mega corporation. Wow. How about in 2008, the world's cheapest car debuts in India? I remember when I was in high school, the cheapest car you could get was a Yugo, built in Yugoslavia. And um, a friend of mine got a Yugo, and they were, they were really, really cheap. But in 2008, the world's cheapest car debuts in India. It's the by Tata Motors, and it's called the Nano. Go type in Tata Nano. And when you look at this car, if you're in America, maybe they have them abroad too. They look like a little tykes car for kids, like those little tykes, the red car with the little doors that open with the yellow top, the kids playing. Yeah, that's what they look like to me. $2,500. No radio, no AC. You don't even get airbags. No, no. They're like, nah, airbag, spare bag. Who needs that? All right. Thanks for sticking with me as I'm kind of struggling through this podcast. I want to shout out my friend Clemente, too. Clemente, thank you for always 
being there when I was getting sober. My friend Clemente is out in Southern California and um, my amigo got a hold of me the, not too long ago and just wanted to wish me a happy new year. And when I was in rehab in Southern California, he helped me more than some of my counselors, more than some of my group therapy. It was just his help. He was um, ha- like head of the maintenance department and their the maintenance department was right at their garage was right where my house was. It was a residential house and they used this garage as their meeting point. And so early in the morning, I would be out having a cigarette and uh, Clemente would pull up and him and I would chat a little bit and he would share just knowledge with me and just positive positivity that I could do this. And he would share books with me about sobriety and he's just been a great person and here it is four years later and I'm still in contact with him so thank you Clemente for being there for me my friend all right stick around we'll be right back welcome back welcome back so glad you're here it really is fun to have you come on over and Can I tell it's fun to have you come on over and start the morning with me. Jeez Louise. Okay, here we go. I am over at thefactsite.com. I love thefactsite.com. Go check that out. There's so many interesting things. And um, I saw there's one that they have, a thousand random and interesting facts about literally about everything is, is what it says. It's right in front of me and I can't even read it. Jeez, my brain is scattered. It's just because I'm still in my titration of my medicine and I'm just not quite all the way there, but I'm getting there. All right, it's like uh, they're celebrating their 10th birthday at the facts site. So they figured, hey, let's throw out a bunch of interesting facts. And I thought number two, the number two fact that they have for their thousand facts I love this one, and it's the greatest. We're going to hear from one of our friends in Canada later on in the show. But number two, it says, Canadians say sorry, or the way I think it, sorry. They say sorry so much that a law was passed in 2009 declaring that an apology can't be used as evidence of admission to guilt. Sorry. Canada, I love you. The Canadians are some of the nicest people I've ever met. It's a beautiful country. Canada's only about three and a half hours away from me. That's it. And uh, maybe that's why us upstate, I really feel like upstate New York, the region I'm in, right here in Lake Ontario and this surrounding areas, we're friendly people. We really are. A lot of times when I tell people I'm from New York, they instantly think New York City. New York City is like five and a half hours away from me, south. So I'm closer to Canada than I am New York City, even though I'm in New York. And I've only been to New York once. And New Yorkers tend to be brash and they want things now and it's loud and not here in upstate New York, not where I am. It's cow country and apple country and there's 17,000 people in my hometown. That's it. And then the surrounding little towns. 3,000 people, 2,000 people. So we're friendly people. And I, the Canadians, I think it's because we're so close to our friends to the north. Back when dinosaurs existed, 
There used to be volcanoes that were erupting on the moon. Yeah, I didn't know that. I never knew there was volcanoes on the moon. That's really weird. The only letter that doesn't appear on the periodic table is... Do you know your periodic table very well? I used to. I remember it had it memorized. The only one that's not on there, though, is the letter J. Wow, we're learning things today, aren't we? Okay, how about this? I have no idea what this one is. Okay, one habit of intelligent humans is being easily annoyed by people around them by saying nothing in order to avoid a meaningless argument. Hmm. What? Is this real? If a polar bear and a grizzly bear mate, their offspring is called a pizzy bear. P-I-Z-Z-Y bear. Hmm. In 2006, a Coca-Cola employee offered to sell Coca-Cola secrets to Pepsi. Pepsi responded by notifying Coca-Cola. Good for you. Uh, and, and Nintendo trademarked the phrase, it's on like Donkey Kong in 2010. Give me a break. You know who else wanted? It's like uh, Gene Simmons wanted to trademark the rock symbol and said that, that he made that. Wait up. Hmm. The famous line in Titanic from Leonardo DiCaprio, Leo, where he says, I'm king of the world. That was improvised. Some of the greatest things I really feel in movies were improvised. Think of like the original Aladdin with um, Robin Williams. I mean, he was the king of improving and just doing what he wanted. And Aladdin, boy, they had a hard time. Disney had a hard time keeping up with him. And that was awesome. I'm saying Aladdin was just on my brain because we have Disney Plus and I see the new Aladdin is out in Will Smith. And part of me really wants to see it because I like Will Smith. I Will Smith is just likable. He's either you like him or you don't. And I do like him. And um, not that I know him, but I just, I like his stuff. And I think it would be interesting to see it. But at that same sense, I just really loved the original so much. And I hate how they... I hate how they keep doing remakes and remakes and it feels like there's no creativity in Hollywood except for Alex Carl, who wrote Camp Colebrook, which will be coming out in select theaters February Valentine's Day. Did you like my little tie-in? That was good. I can't wait for that. Camp Colebrook. Type in Camp Colebrook and check that out. And it looks scary. Okay, here's one more before we get off all this nonsense. Originally and the reason why I'm grabbing this one because we were just talking about smoking and how I quit. And Originally, cigarette, cigarette filters were made out of cork, the look of which was incorporated in today's pattern. Ah, that's why cigarettes have that on their filters look like that because they were originally made with cork. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. Now we've learned something. We've got that little boom. It's been planted in our brain and we learned something and now we're always going to know it. And you might not realize it, but you'll retain it. All right, my friends, we'll be right back. Man, random. Patrick, Whoop. Happy New Year to you, guy. 
the center listening to your episode this Monday, January 6th. Great idea with the bags, man. And I really, that, I mean, it really clicked when you talked about it on your, um, your episode. And what better bag, the name to have on the bag is We Live on a Planet. I think people are really going to be attached to that. I think you need to jump on that too, man. I think that will be something uh, people will really like. So, and I was thinking maybe I think go with a beige or something like that. Keep the color neutral. So, you know. <laughs> but great idea, man. And uh, like I always tell you, I'm always listening in, man. Always appreciate uh, your calm voice in the morning. You help me get through. Peace. Hello, Sir Patrick. How are you? I am loving the way you're doing your new show. You sound like you're having a great time doing it, and that is awesome. And speaking of awesome, the idea of the bags is super awesome. And if you would feel so inclined, sir, I would love to have one here in Arizona. Arizona needs a little bit of We Live on a Planet. So, um, yeah, let me know how much money you would like for it and I'll see what I can do. Okay. So like when I say, <laughs> let's not get crazy. It's not a collector's item yet. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I love you. Love your show. Talk to you soon. Good morning, Patrick. It's Byler. I am at the gym. It's eight in the morning. I'm up, I'm active, I'm doing stuff. <clears throat> but uh, I, was, and I was listening to your podcast while I was working out, and you mentioned how you're still a smoker. And you asked if any ex-smokers out there had any tips on how to quit. Well, sir, I am an ex-smoker. And I had to stop my workout in order to send you a message because I think it's so important that you quit smoking. I think everyone should quit smoking. I'm, I think, four years, five years, four? This, I'm going to say four years quit now. <laughs> And I feel great. So uh, I might have to do this in two parts. <laughs> okay, so first bit of advice, vaping. Go to vaping, okay? It takes about two weeks to get used to it. I think I've told you this before, actually. Um, and then you can gradually cut down your nicotine levels in the juice that you get. Uh, I did that for years, and that helped me to quit. And the second thing, I'll tell you in the next message. Okay, part two. If you ever do quit, remember this study they did with 100 ex-smokers. They got them all to, to smoke one cigarette, and that was it. The part of their brains that were addicted to nicotine before lit up like fireworks. And that was the end of the study, but they kept tabs on them. All these ex-smokers went about their way. They didn't smoke because they weren't smoking. But then two weeks later, 99 of them had one more cigarette. And then a week after that, 99 of them had one more cigarette. And then half a week after that, 99 of them had one more cigarette. And within two to three months, 99 of the 100 participants of this ex-smoker study who only had one cigarette, two to three months after that, they were all full-time smokers again. So if you ever quit again using whatever method, just remember, if you ever have a puff or one cigarette, you are making the decision in that moment to become a full-time smoker again, even if you don't think you will be. It rewires your brain to convince you that you think you need it to survive. So that has kept me quit. Anyway, good luck, buddy. By the way, cigarettes are 20 to $25 a pack here in Canada. Welcome back. Thanks for those phone calls. I appreciate hearing from you guys so much, more than you know. It's inspiring, and we heard from 
uh, D-Win Legacy Podcast. Thanks, D-Win. Happy New Year to you, too. And WLOAP bags, I've got some on the way. Yeah, and I think black and beige, you're right. That's what I have. I ordered black uh, text beige bag. I have 12 of them coming. They will be here the 15th of this month. And uh, as long as I like them and they're good and everything, I'm going to have a buttload of them ordered and then uh, send them out to anybody that might be interested. If you are interested, just uh, send me your email. And as long as they're good and I like them, like I said, I'm going to have some made and I'll, I'll send one out to the, out in the mail to you. And that would be that would be awesome. I would love to have you have. It would be neat to have one of my WLOAP bags in Delaware if D Win gets one. So that would be cool. So thanks D Win. Happy New Year. Go check out D Win's Legacy Podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. Stick around. Oh no, I was gonna say stick around. We'll be right back. We're not. I wanted also Tammy. Tammy called Awesome Sauce Radio, Foxy Lady. She wants a bag, too, and I thank you that you like my new show sound, and nothing's really different about the show. I'm just trying to be more, once I replace negative thoughts with positive ones, I'll start having positive results, like Willie Nelson said, so I'm trying to be positive. But yeah, send me your email, or you can send the, <laughs> send me your email address to my email. My email address is patrick at WLOAP. Dot com if you're interested, and uh, I'll send one out to you guys. So yeah, Tammy, I would love to have you have one out in Arizona. That would be be great. And then we heard from Radio Marla, my friend, my friend from Canada. We we're just talking about how friendly Canadians are, and Radio Marla is one of them. Smoking and quitting in four years. Kudos to you. That's awesome. You know, and I was really interested. I'm kind of like one of those base fact based guys that helps me when you're telling me about the study with the hundred smokers. Very interesting, and to have that idea. Once you decide to have that one puff, then you've decided to be a full time smoker. That's a good way to think about it. I think that way about alcohol, so I should think that same way about smoking. Because I know right now I'm four years sober, and if I decide to start drinking or have one sip, I'm going to be a drinker again. I know I will be, so I don't want to do that. 20 to $25 for a pack of smokes. Holy cow. I don't know how Canadians do it because our the American dollar and Canadian dollar are just about equal. So that is crazy, 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 crazy. Hey, thank you, my friends, for sticking around with me through this episode. It was a stumbling episode. We'll call it the stumble episode. I do appreciate it. Feel free to reach me at my website, WLOAP.com. From there, you'll find a way to drop me an email. Or if you want to just send me an email, like I said, Patrick at WLOAP.com. That one will do it too. And uh, I would love to hear from you. It'd be great. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Please share it. That's how things get about is by word of mouth. Let everybody know that you're enjoying it. And um, yeah, have a great weekend. Be safe, okay? I'll talk to you guys again real soon. Peace.